On today's Friday Fire, we are talking about getting ruthlessly committed and getting obsessed with your goals because the reality is you're going to offend people either way. They're going to be offended if you are too committed to your goals or because you are too happy compared to where they are in life. And we just talk about the fact that if you're making massive changes, it's important to align your values, your thoughts, your actions, and your energy to that goal so that you can be proud of it and own it. So if you liked this podcast, don't forget to share it out, rate, review, subscribe, and share the show. When you look good, you feel good. Uh-huh. That's the only way I feel you should. Coulda, woulda, never did it for you. Gotta do it for the love. Do it for the culture. Feel it in your soul life like a roller coaster got its ups and its downs but you gotta keep going don't stop when you still got motion stay dedicated daily devotion happy friday hello hello welcome back to the food code the show we are ready to talk some tough love and tough love's hard you know it's it's uh not always what you want to hear and everyone battles the mental battles Liz and I go through it constantly. And we talk about that all the time. We do this because we live this. Uh, We live the health journey. We live the ups and downs of it. Um, People, you know, from the outside might see us and we talk to clients all the time. I, I tell my clients what I struggle with because it humanizes us. It helps them realize that they're not the only ones going through it. I, I'm vulnerable, vulnerable enough to be like, oh, hey, I have my own issues that I'm working through. And that's why I am very sympathetic to other people. So when we come at these, know that we are also sometimes talking to ourselves. Um, (laughs) We're not just yelling at the microphone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think it's important to recognize like one, nobody is perfect. And two, the feelings that you have, you know, day in and day out, they're very real. And I think it's just learning how to pivot and adjust and to reframe and to respond to these things. It's really important for a lot of people because most people just let their feelings kind of dictate their actions and that's why they're stuck. So if you're somebody who's just, you know, flying by the seat of your pants, you're going off of your feelings, then just expect that you're forever going to stay stuck because you're not willing to get uncomfortable. You're not willing to do hard things. And I saw a quote earlier today that kind of inspired this podcast. And I think it's so true. We get so caught up in what other people think right? The reality is people are going to be offended one way or the other. They're going to be offended because you have a stronger commitment to your goals than they maybe think that you should. They might be offended because you're happier than you know they are in their life. And so they're offended in both scenarios though, by their own insecurities, mm-hmm. because they're either not showing up and doing the work or they're not nurturing relationships, or they're not making decisions that they need to be making to get their life from where they are now to where they want to be. Yeah, absolutely. And I think at the end of the day, you have to decide what makes you happy. You cannot rely on anyone else's opinions or insight or thoughts on what makes you happy because people will give them, they will tell you, oh, you know, you seem like you're working so hard. I saw Alex Ramosi's quote the other day. He was saying, the work week starts and ends when you choose it does. Not when other people tell you it should, you know, oh, you work so hard. It's, it's Friday afternoon. Like, why don't you just take some time off or, oh, like, don't you, don't you want to enjoy that dinner? Why don't you get a burger instead of the salad? Why don't, you know, why don't you live a little? People are always willing to give their opinions. You have to decide what makes you happy because from personal experience, I am happiest when I feel my best. And that often means foregoing alcohol frequently foregoing greasy foods, foregoing lack of sleep, 
the things that people in our society associate with fun. But if that's not your version of fun, then you decide what it is because you are the only one that has to live it. You're the only one that gets to live your life. And so no one else should have the input that influences you enough to move away from what truly makes you happy because you think that they should be right or that's what cultural standards are or societal standards or whatever it might be. At the end of the day, you're the one living in your body and you have to be the one that determines what your happiness is and what that looks like, which is hard because there's social media and there's peer pressure and there's all the people that want to tell you all the things that want to, you know, guilt and shame and bring up old childhood trauma. Let's stir that up. Make you feel real bad about yourself. Like you guys, it's so easy. But again, you're the one that's waking up in your body, having to live every day in it. So you have to be the one that decides what makes you happy. Because to me, my version of happy is crushing life. It is working really hard every day, getting to bed at night, exhausted, feeling like I put everything into that day, feeling like I accomplished a lot, feeling like I challenged myself, I got uncomfortable. We live in a world where convenience is so valued that even getting slightly uncomfortable, people don't want to do. And that's a problem. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, we're also at the highest rate of anxiety and depression and mood and mental disorders that we've ever been at. And I think that there's probably a correlation. Yep. Yeah. And I think, you know, if you want a surefire way, this would be like one thing you could take away of this podcast. If you want a surefire way not to be happy, just continue to ask for all of the opinions of others around you and listen to their advice. Because at the end of the day, not only is it your body, but you are the only one that has the intuition and the feelings, like that gut feeling, I need to do this, or I need to make this change, or I need to not do this, right? Yet you continue to say, well, what do you think, Sally? What do you think, mom? What do you think, grandpa? Like, you guys, if I listen to what other people think, I would still be working in the corporate world. That's the fact of the matter. And I would be totally unfulfilled. I'd probably still be over 200 pounds. I would probably not be, you know, happy in my marriage that I am today. And so if you want that surefire way to not be happy, not to reach your goals, continue just to ask for everybody else's advice and ask for everybody else's opinion. They don't really matter because you're the one that puts your head on your pillow at night and has that feeling of, I lived today. I was passionate about what I was doing. I'm proud of what I'm doing. I'm proud of showing up and getting committed to what I'm working on. And I think too, as we've kind of talked about in some other podcasts, you need to really look at aligning your thoughts, your actions, your energy, and your values. So one of the things that we think about, for example, right now it's 12 degrees here in Chicago. Um, It's extremely excruciating cold, but I know that I am better if I get up, I go to the gym, and I start my day with movement. Yes, it would have been a lot easier to stay in bed. They canceled school. Marcus is at grandma's. We could have just chilled and had a quiet morning until you know eight o'clock, but instead- We're up 6.30, normal routine, get to the gym, freezing cold, right? And that's because I know that there are repercussions of not doing something and that I value the feeling of accomplishment and the feeling of being strong and the feeling of showing up for myself more than I value that moment where I'm like, I don't really feel like going to the gym. It's warm and it's cozy and my cozy earth sheets are just the best and I want to stay here. Right. I, and I think this is where you have to decide what do you value more? Those 
moments where you just don't feel like doing something or those moments where you just really want the cookie? Or do you value more that you were able to practice discipline and say no? And that you were, I mean, of course you should have moderation. If you want to have a cookie, have a cookie. I just had to have a cookie after my lunch because I mm-hmm. made them on Sunday and they're freaking delicious. Yeah, they were delicious. I tried one. <laughs> but at the same time, like I'm not going and eating an entire sleeve of Oreos, right? And I'm not doing that every day, right? right? And it can be hard to find that balance. Definitely, I, I agree that some people do better with complete abstinence from things or pretty close to it. But the thing that I think about is I look at people that are really hardworking, you know, maybe like farmers or people that have grown their own business or whatever it might be. And they're pretty fulfilled people. If I were to like create an average across the board, the people that I see that aren't as happy or that complain a lot more are people that really don't have things that hard that, you know, live in a guy's house. Maybe they even have some money, but they don't really have a purpose. They don't really challenge themselves daily. You know, I think of, think of like the wine moms, you know, the, the moms that get together and gossip and drink wine all the time and complain about things. Like to me, I would much rather have my day look like I get up, I do something hard, whether it's getting out of bed when I don't want to, I move my body, I drink the water, I abstain from the things that I know create regret for me. Because that's what it comes down to. When I really recollect my life, and I'm sure you, if you did the same, you would probably find the same. When I think about my life, the regrets that I have include the alcohol, include the sugar, include the overconsumption of food include not doing things that were hard that I avoided because they were hard. The times that I'm most proud of are the times that I did something I didn't think I could do, that I got out of my comfort zone, that I really worked at something for a long period of time and developed skill around it or you know ability around it or a, a result that I was after. Those are the times, the times that you endure, even when you feel like you're losing faith in the process. Because everyone has that journey where at points you aren't even sure if it's worth it. You're not sure if you, you know, are going to get there. If it's for you, whatever it might be, you lose sight of that day-to-day monotonous doing the things. And when you lose that, you tend to kind of flutter into non-existence of any type of purpose. And so for me, I have to remind myself on a day-to-day basis what am I working towards and what makes me happy? Those are the two big things. And, you know, a better business, a body that I feel good in and I feel energetic and strong and capable and I'm happy and my clothes fit well and all of those things. And then good relationships. Like all of those take work. None of that comes easy. None of that is just going to be handed to me. And so normally the things that we want in life are the things that are going to take work and the things that are going to take time. And finding your routine day by day that allows you to get there and getting lost in that. And like Liz was saying, getting obsessed with it Mm -hmm. because it's going to need that at times. (laughs) It's going to need that next level, not just, you know, I checked the box. Like, no, how am I going to make this happen when everything in my day is making it hard for it to happen? Yeah. And I think a lot of that starts with planning the day before. It starts with communicating with other people who are going to be part of this journey, whether or not they're changing. But if you are somebody making massive changes, 
I do think that for a period of time, you should get obsessed with the process. You got to fall in love with the process. When we say obsessed, what we mean is that when you're making massive changes, you need to really be focused on what it's going to take to continue those and ingrain them into your life. And then also learning as much as possible about these changes that you're making and why they're important. Um, for example, we have some clients right now who we've been running genetics tests on and we're going through and we're interpreting these tests and we're making connections for them about who they are, how these genes impact them, why they act this way, why they feel this way, especially in certain seasons or you know situations. And so recommending to them, read, read up on dirty genes, right? Like read the book, Dirty Genes. Get obsessed with this topic right now. Don't just follow the protocol, right? The diet protocol, the supplements that we're recommending. Learn about this because this is you. This is your lifelong. These genes don't change. And that's what I mean about getting obsessed. When I first started studying gut health because of all the things that I was going through and I was being tired, I was tired of you know being told to just take Miralax. That was the only uh, solution besides water and fiber to my constipation. I started to get obsessed with health and why am I feeling this way? When I got my Hashimoto's diagnosis, okay, what does that mean? What is an autoimmune condition and how can I start to put things into my life that would alleviate some of these symptoms? And eventually that led to different certifications, studying and getting into remission, getting off of medications because I got honed in on what this meant for me in my life. You have to make these connections. Otherwise it's never going to stick. Like if you're just buying a meal plan template, we talked about this actually last week, um, with some of our uh, mentors, we were talking about how many things have you bought online, a PDF, a template, right? A course that was cheap. You didn't do anything with it. Uh, I can say I've probably bought hmm, five to 10. I don't really know because I never opened the emails, right? So to me, those things are invaluable. Where it's very valuable is where my money goes, right? Where I'm invested and then where I'm also spending my time. And I'm making connections and I'm able to, I'm a hands-on learner. So I like to watch things and, you know, listen audibly. I like stories and examples, but then I also like to sit down and write it out. Um, and so that really helps me ingrain knowledge and ingrain information. And so some people will say, you're just obsessed with your health. You're obsessed with your body. You're obsessed with whatever. What's wrong with being obsessed? If it's something that's bettering my, my health, right? That's also going to transfer into you know the next generations as we raise you know children because moms we influence the whole family you mm -hmm. influence your husband you you probably do more than you even think um, maybe they don't listen maybe they just nod and they're like mm-hmm mm-hmm but I promise that when you are making changes you're making purchasing different you know purchasing uh, decisions differently you. You're influencing the household. You're influencing your children because they're not the one buying the ho-hos at the grocery store. You are. But if you change that and you start teaching them, hey, let's make homemade granola bars like Becca did this past weekend, or let's make you know these healthier versions of cookies while it's still fun and enjoyable like I did this weekend, that is a way that we can start to teach and educate our kids rather than just picking up the ho-ho off the shelf because that's easier. Yeah, absolutely. And I think intentionality is where it all starts. And- I am the same, like Liz and I have been doing this for a long time, but when I really feel like I need to hone in on things, it takes a lot of preparation and mental commitment ahead of time. So for example, I dove back into a specific protocol the past couple of weeks. So the night before every night I'm tracking my food for the next day. I'm making sure that I am hitting exactly what I'm supposed to be hitting because it matters. 
the weekend before, I'm planning out the entire week. What food do I need in the house? What meals are going to be, you know, more rushed versus not? How can I make it simple? What do the kids need? How do I need to set up my week to make sure that I get to the gym on certain days or that I'm getting more sleep, whatever it might be? All of that takes a lot of intention. And I think that unfortunately, we hope that things are going to work out well, or we hope that, oh, maybe I'll just eat healthy and by the end of the day, I'll be where I need to be when I go track it. No, it is it is very intentional. It is the day before, the week before, the month before making these commitments, telling the people that you're making these commitments so that they know what you're planning on doing. They know what to expect from you and then committing to it and the commitment part in that moment when your feelings and your emotions tell you otherwise is the hardest part. And what I always tell myself is, Becca, this is a split second. This is a split second where you can either choose to give into that because it tastes good or you want to just enjoy or you've had a long day or whatever it might be. Everyone else is drinking, right? Or you withstand, you fight for it a little bit, And you go to bed tonight and wake up tomorrow and you're much happier than you did it. And so it's the pause in the moment and it's the intentionality and planning ahead of the moment that I think many of us could do better at and could bring us to that next level of obsession maybe in some people's eyes, but of results and of where you want to be ultimately at the end of the day. Put a smile on your face. Never let them take your joy away. Let the sunshine make your day. Take your hand of your love. Wanna dance the night away. Or get away and escape on a vacay. Life's a marathon, not a relay. It's up to you to do what you love to do. Let no one stop you.